0: Thank you. sing a song for good friends, the kind that you trust and defend.
1: As you can see, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm headed toward the sanctuary, a safe place, home for many of us, a home that will welcome home the people of God for in-person worship this Sunday. Come on in with me. Here we are, and what a homecoming it will be this Sunday. It will be the first time that we've entered this sacred space In the past 58 weeks. Now some will be gathered here and you will be worshiping with us from your home, your sanctuary, your safe place. It is good that we are here, but it's also good to be with you at your home on this third Sunday of Easter. Now our opening hymn this morning is a good reminder in any season that God's house does not belong to any denomination, any local church, or any pastor. If we are to be the church of Jesus, we must proclaim that mine is the church where everybody's welcome. Trinity Lutheran Church, good news is spoken here. God's grace takes center stage here. Words of hope are shared here. Yes, mine is the church where everybody's welcome. I know it's true because I got through the door. I'm going to light the candles. You sing along with Carl. See you in a minute.
2: Mine is the church where everybody's welcome I know it's true cause I got through the door We are a dazzling bouquet of every kind of flower handy light Mine is the church where everybody's everybody's welcome in the base cause we've got space for more. Our demons keep trying to divide us. They document their lies to make them true. Today we're freed from our judging and excluding. Everybody's welcome.
1: the day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. We worship today in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Gracious God, our heart's desire is to see you, to walk with you, to take your hand that you might lead us home. Give us courage, strength, and joy this day May we be uplifted as we worship, that we may go forth to love our neighbors. We pray in the name of the risen Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Orion is going to read for us. This text gives us a glimpse of the early Christian church. Over to you, Orion. The lesson this morning is from the second chapter of Acts, beginning with the 42nd verse. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Ah came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles, all who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple— They broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Orion. Orion is enrolled at Luther Seminary and preparing for the ordained ministry. We're proud of you, Orion. May God guide your steps and may you never forget that Trinity Lutheran Church is home. We lift our voices in song now, singing along with Carl. Gather us in.
2: here in this place the new light is streaming now is the darkness vanished away see in this space our fears and our dreamings brought here to you in the light of this day gather us in the lost and forsaken gather us in the blind and the lame Call to us now, and we shall awaken. We shall arise at the sound of our name. We are the young, our lives are a mystery. We are the old who yearn for your face. We have been sung throughout all of history, called to be light to the whole human race. Gather us in the rich and the haughty, gather us in the proud and the strong. Give us a heart so meek and so lowly, give us the courage to enter the song. Here we will take the wine and the water, here we will take the bread of new birth. Here you shall call your sons and your daughters, call us anew to be salt for the earth. Give us to drink the wine of compassion Give us to eat the bread that is you Nourish us well and teach us to fashion Lives that are holy and hearts that are true Not in the dark of buildings confining Not in them heaven light is away Here in this place, the new light is shining, now is the kingdom and now is the day. Gather us in and hold us forever, gather us in and make us your own. Gather us in, all peoples together, fire of love in our flesh and our bone.
1: On this third Sunday of the Easter celebration, we are on the road with two of Jesus' disciples on the road to Emmaus. The text is found in the Gospel of Luke, the 24th chapter. Now, the disciples that were walking home that day were not the famous ones. The 11 inner circle disciples were not moving around much on that first Easter morning. The shades were pulled, the doors were locked, no one was answering the door or the phone. They were paralyzed by fear, for good reason, I think. James, John, Peter, and the rest were hiding out in the holy city, hoping that their religious leaders and the Romans had lost their taste for blood hoping that there was not a cross with their name on it. Two disciples headed for Emmaus, one named, one unnamed. They left the others and they were headed home on Easter. The Jesus experiment had ended tragically. It seemed that it was over. And so they left Jerusalem and headed home. Home to home cooking to their own bed, to familiar faces, home, a safe place for them. And their home was the village of Emmaus, a seven-mile journey from Jerusalem, but worlds apart. The disciples of Jesus, one named and the other unnamed, were headed home. It seems, though, that they had been present earlier that morning when the women had returned from the tomb. They returned from the tomb only to report that Jesus' body was missing. Now, Peter alone had the courage to run out to check out their story. And what he found was just as the women had described. He found the tomb and it was empty. Peter scratched his head. He slipped back to their hideout and he locked the door. Now, the disciples did not know what to think, really, of the words of the women or Peter's testimony. But I think it's safe to say that no one seemed to believe that Jesus had risen from the dead. Dead people tend to stay put, don't they? Our travelers decided to get out of town while they could. Their world had been shattered. They were tired now. They were afraid. They just wanted to go home. And as they were walking, they they talked, replaying the events that had led to their hasty departure. But soon and unexpectedly, they were joined by a stranger. Now the stranger was Jesus. The risen one was now with them, but they could not recognize him. He was, might we say, out of place. Dead people stay dead after all, don't they? As they walked, Jesus entered into the conversation. He said, what is it that you're talking about? What happened that you now walk toward Emmaus? The disciples were sad, they were afraid, and now they were somewhat bewildered by his words. One of them responded, how could you have been in Jerusalem? and not heard about Jesus and what happened these past few days. Go on, Jesus said. Jesus of Nazareth, he was a prophet. We thought he was the Messiah, but obviously he was just a prophet. But he was so much more. He was a powerful teacher, a rabbi, a healer, a miracle worker. But the chief priests and our rulers arrested him. They sentenced him to death and they crucified him on a cross. It was a miscarriage of justice. But we had hoped. We had hoped that he was the one, the Messiah, the Savior. Is there more, Jesus said? Yes. If that were not enough, this morning some of our women went to the tomb, and they found the tomb empty, and they claimed that they had seen angels. And the angels said, go on. The stranger said, go on. They said that Jesus was alive. But you have to understand, friend, he couldn't have been alive. We saw him on that cross. We watched from a distance as they took his body off that cross. He was most certainly dead. I don't know. What was it? The women were hysterical maybe. None of us had been sleeping. I don't know. All I can tell you is we just want to go home now, home to our families in Emmaus. The stranger, mysteriously unrecognizable, then began to speak. He reminded them of the prophets of old who had foretold of the coming of the Messiah, a Messiah who would be a suffering servant. As they walked mile after mile, Jesus opened their minds to the Bible and he explained the prophecies that had been foretold and now fulfilled. As they approached Emmaus, they begged the stranger to stay with them. Stay with us now, for it is evening and the day is almost over. Come, eat with us. We have much to learn from you. Jesus did stay. They sat together at table. And that's when it happened. Jesus took the bread. He gave thanks. He broke it and he gave it to them. And in the breaking of bread, they realize now that it was Jesus. It was the one who had fed bread to the 5,000 on a hillside in Galilee. It was the same one who blessed the bread and wine at the Last Supper just a few days earlier. Their rabbi was back in context for them now, and they knew it was Jesus. And then, just like that, he was gone. Explain it to you? Come on! This is the one who walked on water. This is the one who found the disciples behind locked doors. This is the one who has been chasing you down every back road and alley your entire life. This was Jesus. And the disciples turned to each other. and One of them said, you know, I kind of had a feeling that it was him. My my heart said, yes, my heart was warmed by his words, but but my head, my head said, no, no, it couldn't be. He was dead. We knew he was dead. And dead people stay dead, don't they? The two then got up from the table. They had journeyed seven miles to get home, and now they turned around, and they would hurry back to Jerusalem to tell the others that they Had seen Jesus, that the women had been right, that he is risen. He is risen indeed. Now, there are many wonderful parts of this Emmaus story. There are lessons for us to learn. Consider this Jesus met them on the road home, he met them where they were at. He met them in their grief. He met them in their anguish. He met them on the road home. He did not wait for them to come to church to find him. He did not wait for them to gain enough perspective or understanding. No, he met them on the road home. And then what did he do? He listened to them. He listened to their story and their fears. And their brokenness. He heard about their loss. And after he had listened, he explained scripture to them. And finally, he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. Now this should be a model for us. This should be a model for the church. This is what our community should be about. We meet people where they are at. And we listen to them. And we do not judge their journey. We listen. If they are angry, we meet them in their anger. And if they are grieving, we meet them in their grief. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. And if they are doubting, it's okay. And if they have no faith at all, that's okay too. We meet them where they are at. There's no reason to judge them. We meet them where they are at. And if they have been injured by society or by the church, we meet them in that pain and we walk with them then to a safe place. Maybe it's to their home or maybe it's to our home or maybe it is to God's sanctuary, this place, which must always be a safe place for every child of God. Invite them to meet Jesus. Jesus as he really is. You see, Jesus will not be seen in exclusive ecclesiastical rules and regulations. The church should not reject those who will not conform to the church's standards. The church should not judge those who cannot be controlled by the church. No, we simply tell people about Jesus. That's right. Jesus, who ate with sinners, who ate with prostitutes and tax collectors. Jesus, who never met a sinner that he did not like or a dead body that he did not raise. Jesus, who offered every bum and broken soul a mulligan, a do-over, a new beginning. Jesus, who washed feet and inspired his followers to care for those who were lost, afraid, hungry, or oppressed. He met them where they were at, on the road home, and he shared the Bible with them. Now this table where we are about to dine should always be open. This bread is offered freely to everyone who comes forward all are invited. There is no membership needed, no need to memorize scripture, no need to justify your life or your past or your existence. No, Jesus meets each and every one of us on the road home in word and in sacrament. May we do the same. May we open our doors and our hearts having our eyes open to the truth. And the truth is this. We were never meant to judge others. We were never asked to protect the church or to protect Jesus or to protect Christianity from sinners. Just love them. Just love others as Jesus has loved you. Have you found yourself in this story? Perhaps you're afraid. Perhaps you're hiding out. Perhaps you're hoping not to be found. Or perhaps you just want to go home, home to escape the turmoil of this pandemic world. But then again, given this pandemic world, given the last 13 months of our existence, maybe all you want to do is get away from home to eat out to worship, to see friends and family. There is one place in this story where we can all find ourselves. There is one place in the story where we will see ourselves staring back in the mirror. Let me take you back. Back into the story, to the most universally human line in the story. and Here it is. We had hoped. That he was the one. How many times I've been with people who've said to me, we had hoped that our marriage would work. We had hoped that it would last forever. We had hoped that addiction would not get the best of our daughter. We had hoped that together we could beat cancer. We had hoped that our golden years would in fact be golden, not just a series of doctor appointments. We had hoped that our cities would be peaceful. We had hoped that war would be no more. We had hoped that young black men would be safe on our streets. We had hoped. But our hopes have been dashed. You see, sometimes hope can be hard to come by. Sometimes hope is hidden from view. Sometimes hope must be discovered in deep despair. The age-old story is played out again and again in every generation and in every corner of the earth. The past 13 months has been a period of darkness and uncertainty. We had hoped for family reunions. Those hopes were dashed. We had hoped for weddings and trips to far-off lands. We had hoped to spend time with our grandchildren. Sometimes hope is hard to come by. But my friends, the darkness will not last forever. The darkness will always give way to light. Now the pandemic is not over. But on this day, after 13 long months apart, the doors of Trinity Lutheran Church are opening up again. And that is a sign of hope. That is the dead coming back to life. Now, our troubles, our troubles will never be over totally. But on this day, we celebrate a sign of the resurrection, a sign of hope as we welcome you home to Trinity Lutheran Church. So hold on, my friends. Hold on to hope. Jesus is on the journey with us, and home is just around the corner. Carl is going to sing for us.
2: Another summer day has come and gone away in Paris or Rome, but I wanna go. Mm -hmm. Maybe surrounded by a million people. I still feel all alone, but I wanna go home. Oh, I miss you. Another airplane, another sunny place I'm lucky, I know, but I want to go home I got to go home Let me go home I'm just too far from where you are I want to come home I'm living someone else's life, it's like I just stepped outside when everything was going right, and I know just why you could not come along with me, for this was not your dream, but you always believed. Another winter day has come and gone away in either Paris or Rome and I wanna go home. Let me go home I'm surrounded by a million people I I still feel alone Oh let me go home Oh I miss you you know Let me go home
1: Thank you, Carl. Thank you so much. There is uh, no place like home. We're going to lift our hearts now to God in prayer. Dwight and Judy Smith are going to lead us in the prayers. And each petition will lead us back to our sung response. Lord, listen to your children praying. Let us pray. Our
3: prayer response will be sung now and after each petition. Lord, Listen to your children
2: pray. Lord, listen to your children pray. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children pray. Send us love, send us power, send us grace together in the Spirit's embrace,
3: let us pray for the mending of God's world. We pray for the church, for communities of faith throughout the world, and all who suffer persecution because of their faith. Deliver freedom, courage, perseverance, and partners in peacemaking. We pray also for those in And for those working to liberate this world from the pandemic. For those who seek jobs, shelter, food, health, and love. Meet their need by your bountiful compassion and our community's action. Hear us, O God.
2: Lord, listen to your children pray. Send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love, send us power, send us
3: grace. We pray for communities of faith, of nationality, of ethnicity, of gender, of color, let our hearts and our actions be trained on peaceful and just resolutions of conflict, whether in Iran, Minneapolis, Myanmar, or Whippy Island. Let us reach out setting aside our preconditioned judgments and truly advocate for those marginalized by our fear, hate, or misunderstanding. We admit our complicity, unwitting and known, in maintaining unjust systems by refusing to act or by avoiding painful realities. Let us pursue peace and understanding and be part of creating connections with others and healing and binding up this sorry but beautiful.
2: Lord, listen to your children pray. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children pray. Send us love, send us power, send us
4: grace. rejoice with and pray for all who gather to worship today either in the tlc sanctuary or online from their homes we know that there is no division between us in the eyes of our loving god for joyful spirits and burdened souls let us give holy welcome share in your mercies and deepen trust in your goodness we pray also for all who are ill and those who have died, especially those we name out loud or in the silence of our hearts. Comfort their loved ones and bless their memory among us and their life with you. Hear us, O oh God.
2: Oh. Listen to your children pray. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children pray. Send us love, send us power, send us grace.
4: All these things and whatever else you see that we need, we entrust to your care, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: The peace of the Lord be with you. Please share a sign of peace, concern, comfort, or hope with someone who would really like to hear from you today.
4: Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you.
1: Greetings and may peace be with you. Peace be with you. Just a few announcements this morning. First of all, thank you to Don and Jan Allen for giving us the beautiful flowers that are behind me. Uh, Don and Jan gave this in joy and thanksgiving for a church that worships online and now again in person as well. Speaking of in-person worship, we are worshiping every Sunday morning now at 8 a.m. and 10.30. We will seek to make that experience safe for you and meaningful. Feel free to join us at 8 or 10.30 on Sunday mornings but know, too, that we will continue to produce our online worship. I'm going to call on Deacon Amy now, as she has some words about uh, Christian education here at Trinity Lutheran Church. Deacon Amy.
5: Thank you, Pastor Jim. A lot of great things happening. We are celebrating homecoming in Sunday school this morning with classes down the hall at 1030. It will be great to see our friends in Sunday school again this week. Adult Education continues meeting on Zoom. They're gathering at 9.15 every Sunday morning now. This morning, our keyboardist, Sheila Weidendorf, presents Prayers in the Cracks of the Walls, The Power of Presence on the Path to God. Should be a very interesting class. Next Sunday, Pastor Wayne Backus begins a two-week series titled The Ten Most Important Things You Need to Know about the Gospel of John. If you'd like to be on those Zoom invitation list, send us a note in the church office. Uh, confirmation class continues to meet on Zoom. We'll be gathering at 11.30 this morning. And our Tuesday middle school youth group that gathers at four o'clock alternates between in-person and on Zoom. This week, we'll be meeting in-person in the courtyard around our brand new fire pit. And on Wednesday, our high school students have an opportunity to gather for a campfire at six o'clock in the courtyard. Hope to see you there.
1: Thank you, Deacon Amy. There are so many good things going on at your church. I want to thank you too for your support. Uh, your staff. Uh, we uh, feels your support, your cards, your letters. Uh, we are so very thankful that we have continued to be the church journeying through this pandemic together. So thank you so much for your support. And we're going to move to Holy Communion. We'll move to the table that welcomes all. So if you haven't had a chance at home, to set up your home altar. Uh, Some bread and wine, some crackers, some juice, common elements in the hand of an uncommon God where we will be blessed by the presence of Jesus. We move now to Holy Communion. We gather joyfully at a table that welcomes Christians of all colors and tongues as this Easter season continues. This is a table that welcomed our parents and our grandparents, a table where there is only one host, and that host is our risen Savior, Jesus. And so as we gather, we remember a Thursday night in Jerusalem. It was Holy Week. It was the night in which he was betrayed. He gathered with his disciples for a Passover meal. He took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave thanks. And he said, take and eat all of you. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And later he took the cup of wine. He lifted it to heaven and gave thanks, saying, This cup is the blood of the new covenant, shed for you and for all people. Drink of it, all of you, and do this for the remembrance of me. My friends, as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, the promises of God wash over us. We are loved, we are forgiven, we are never alone. And Jesus has promised to be present with us. Let us pray now as Jesus taught us to pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. All are welcome all are equal, please share the body of Christ and the blood of Christ with one another.
2: To say your story i
1: Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you now and always in God's grace. Amen. Now as you stay at home or as you go out, be safe and receive the benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our sending song is a sweet blessing that we might speak to one another. I bless you, I thank you, in the name of the Lord.
2: I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless you in the name of the Lord as we leave this place i offer this grace and bless you in the name of the lord i thank you in the name of the lord i thank you in the name of the lord as we leave this place i offer this grace and bless you in the name of the lord i send you in the name of the lord i send you in the name of the lord as we leave this place i offer and bless you in the name of the Lord I bless you in the name of the Lord I bless you in the name of the Lord as we leave this place I offer this grace and bless you in the name And bless you in the name of the Lord.
1: Now go in peace, to love, and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Until next time.
2: Rich in mercy. God is rich in. And when we were dead in sin, with Christ God has made us alive again. By grace, by grace, by grace you have been saved.